I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, aims and assumptions. We look at the story of two global managers, the assumptions they made and the surprising impact that had on their ambitions, aims, and achievements. This week, I want to share with you the story of Sophia and Peter, a story of two global managers. It's a story of how assumptions, if we don't question and challenge them, do three things. They limit our ambitions, they lead us to set low aims, and they block us from achieving our full potential. I'm a big believer in the fact that we have to question and challenge our assumptions in order to enjoy growth. And there are some great examples of that from last year. So in December 2019, Zoom had 30,000 account holders. By the middle of 2020, it had 300,000. That's 10 times as many in six months. It's fair to say there's lots of things that have happened in the last 12 months that none of us would have accurately predicted. And for those of you who want to write in and say virologists knew a pandemic would hit, I agree. I say yes, but the timing, the impact, the social effect and the economic consequences were unclear. We know a pandemic will hit. We know there will be wars in the future, but the predictions are so imprecise as to be of little help. Instead, here's a little exercise. Take a piece of paper, think about this. What assumptions did you have at the start of 2020 which proved not to be true? My top one is thinking that my clients would not want to allow home working. I tried to move some of my clients before in that direction and there was a lot of resistance internally to home working. Once you've written down your assumptions that you had at the start of 2020, here's a second question. What assumptions do you have now about what will happen in 2021? The third question is, what assumptions do your management team have about 2021? And those three questions are important because what stops companies from achieving their ambitions are the assumptions that managers make about how their world operates. I assumed that my customers wouldn't move to an online experience. And one of the good outcomes of 2020, it's taught me that that was wrong. So why don't we challenge our assumptions? Well, I think challenging your assumptions is painful. And there's two types of pain. There's logical pain and there's psychological pain. The logical pain is the pain of getting it wrong, of setting the wrong goals. I would guess that most of you have the experience to set goals in the right way. So the logical pain is actually quite mild. The biggest pain is the psychological pain because getting things wrong hurts. A few years ago, I worked with a manager called Sophia. She ran a large team of lawyers, about 60 people across four countries. I came into contact with Sophia through a recommendation from another senior manager on the basis of the work I'd done for that manager. And Sophia was hoping that I could do something similar with her group. So I met Sophia in Paris and from the start, it was clear that Sophia had very fixed and strong ideas about how her lawyers should work it was difficult to get her to challenge her own assumptions. I've met many global managers like Sophia. On the outside, she's very confident. 
she's highly intelligent and at that point in time she wants one thing an outside expert me to confirm her view of the world and i imagine those of you who know me know my reaction to that particular tactic i didn't confirm her view of the world instead i asked her two questions when was the last time you were wrong and how did it feel and number two when was the last time your management team got it wrong and how did it feel Today I can't honestly remember Sophia's answer to those two questions. What I remember is Sophia didn't want to be vulnerable. She didn't want to look weak. She didn't want to take the blame and she didn't want to take any responsibility. Because for Sophia, vulnerability is a sign of incompetence and it's a sign of weakness. And you see this time and time again with high achievers. Many of them have convinced themselves over the years that leading means being decisive. They then think that decisive means showing no weakness and showing no vulnerability, always, in every situation. It doesn't. And for people like Sophia, their thinking goes something like this. Leading is all about taking decisions. Decision-making is, by definition, about being decisive. So not being decisive is being weak and vulnerable. The weak and vulnerable are losers. I want to be a winner, so I won't show any weaknesses or be vulnerable. This is false logic, and it depends on a false interpretation, an incorrect interpretation of what vulnerability is. Vulnerability is about accepting or rejecting risk. So let's go back to my experience at the end of 2019 and those two key questions. Number one, when was the last time I was wrong? It was the start of 2020. I assumed it would take years for companies to shift to home working and online working. How did I feel? I felt a bit embarrassed that my prediction was so wrong. I felt a little bit fearful. How would I match this move to online and remote working and still support my clients? And not having full and complete answers to that question made me nervous. I felt frustrated. I was frustrated that only a few of my clients had the tools and processes to work remotely and the ones that didn't were delaying projects. And I also felt a bit sad, or rather I felt regret that I hadn't moved earlier. I had been working with Zoom for four years, I'd been working remotely for 20 years and I wonder what I could have done to help those clients move faster. And there we have it. We have the four core emotions. These emotions, sadness, anger, fear, embarrassment, can block our ambition. Because one of the consequences of false assumptions, and this is a really important point here, is negative emotions. We feel embarrassed, we feel fear, we feel frustration, we feel sadness, or a combination of those. The breakthrough comes when we accept these negative emotions. We don't try to fight them. The blockage comes when we ignore these emotions because then we start to cover up. And you hear managers saying things like, I didn't get it wrong. Or you hear people saying our management team was essentially right. Start doing that and you will automatically limit your ambitions. And you increase the probability of being a Sophia. She wanted the world to confirm to her view of life. And of course it doesn't work like that. The bottom line is to challenge our assumptions, we must confront ourselves. We have to ask questions about what we got wrong. We must confront the negative emotions that naturally happen when we make the wrong assumptions. People don't want to confront their assumptions because it's painful. 
But as the old saying goes, no pain, no gain. So what is the gain? It's that in the end, achieving your ambitions is pure pleasure. And I see this most in managers who don't care about status and they don't care about security. And these are the examples I would encourage you to follow up. One example is Peter. Peter asked me to work with his global marketing team. And to cut a long story short, it was a dysfunctional team with dysfunctional team dynamics and it got to the point where it was becoming toxic and it couldn't be ignored. The good news is within 10 months, Peter and I had turned it round, first into a functional team and then into a high performing team. Now I'm willing to bet you'd be happy with that result if you were the manager of the marketing group. 99 out of 100 global executives would be happy with that result. What's interesting about this story is the level of Peter's ambition. His ambition was not satisfied with this. Peter again challenged the assumptions the team was making. He challenged his own assumptions and that enabled them to set new stretch goals. And within a year, the team was nominated for and won an international award for excellence in marketing. Now that is ambition. And when you look at it that way, it's easy to see the gain that you get from confronting your assumptions. The gain is the pure pleasure of seeing a group get great business results. To sum up here, as the year starts, I'd invite you not to limit your ambitions with false assumptions. Put your assumptions up for challenge, then decide, then act. Ask yourself how you felt when you got it wrong. Challenge your managers, the team that you lead, to do the same. It will cause pain. The pain is short term and it will cause gain. The gain is long term. It will cause growth. And growth is what everyone wants in the months ahead. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.